Welcome to Christ's Covenant Chapel Podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Hello, friends. This is Pastor King. What a joy to be with you once again. Thanks for being here and allowing me into your space while we do life together. I hope you are being blessed by the content we share on this platform. If you are, then please share it with someone else and be a blessing to them too. For those of you who are not aware, I publish a blog and share it on Facebook every Monday. This week, I wrote about pursuit. Looking at the trend of things in our generation today, I feel strongly to talk about the same subject for this week's podcast. You will never possess something until the pursuit of going after it overwhelms the passivity of living without it. In Psalm 42, 1 and 2, the psalmist said, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? For every advance on man's part, there is an immediate and corresponding advance on God's part. When man goes out to seek God, God meets him more than halfway. When he calls upon God, God answers him. Loving faith on man's part will be met by faithful love on the part of God. There are a whole lot of us who grew up in the house of God. Maybe you went to a Christian school or grew up in a Christian home. However, sometimes fame, life, money, power, etc. weakens the impression of the religious training of our youth. The psalmist said in Psalm 91 verse 1 and 2, he said, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. You see, the word dwells is usually connected with the idea of a fugitive hiding from his pursuers. It calls up before us, the picture of a man running away from his enemies, weary and panting. He knows not where to hide himself, and in despair, he flees to a friend and seeks protection, and the friend hides him in a secret place. The fugitive gives his all into the keeping of his friend. He places his life in his friend's hands, and he now has power of life and death over him. So then, the man who dwells in the secret place of the Most High is he who ventures his all upon God. Today, for most of us, God becomes by habit a uniform presence to us. He is not denied. We we do not venture to deny him. Oh no, I, I almost inferred we had not the courage to deny him. But at any rate, we do not deny God, we only disregard Him. 
like the air and the sky. We do not give our minds seriously and deliberately to realizing there is God. The secret place is not to be limited to a particular locality, but the nearness to God, the close fellowship into which the soul enters, the inner circle of communion in which the soul realizes vividly the divine presence. How are we to maintain our life of fellowship with God? How are we to dwell in the secret place? We will consider these questions next time. But the psalmist doubtlessly would find guidance in the ways and ministries of the temple. Pursuit is the act of following or chasing someone or something. In Psalm 42, the psalmist said he chases after God. When others were chasing after money, some were chasing after this or that, the psalmist said, I chase after God. Let me ask you a question. Who do you chase after? Or what do you chase after? Ladies and gentlemen, only the living God can satisfy the cravings of the human heart. St. Augustine declared that our hearts want to rest and cannot find it until it is found in God. Pursuing God at its core is about the affections of your heart. It's about what you want. It's about what you love and what you desire. To pursue God is to direct all our wants, all our longings, all our desires, all our love towards Him and the things of his kingdom. At the time when Psalm 42 was penned, the writer was unable to attend the house of God to fellowship with the saints. Today, we look for every and any reason to forsake the gathering of the saints. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25, the writer said, and I quote, And let us consider one an another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. End of quote. Some in so doing, some in so doing, in forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, the Bible says they have shipwrecked their faith. To ensure that his prodigy does not shipwreck his faith, Apostle Paul says to his son Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, 18 and 19, he said, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them, you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. You see, friend, the experience or to experience an actual shipwreck will be one of the scariest experiences a person could go through. When we hear of cruise ships, being stranded at sea, starting to sink, or having mechanical issues, we hold our breaths 
until people are safely rescued. The Apostle Paul knew the experience of shipwreck probably better than anyone. He told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 24, he said, Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. Three times Paul was shipwrecked and yet he survived to tell the story. While most of us can only imagine such an ordeal, I am afraid others may end up going through something just as terrible. The shipwreck of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, only those that draw near, that pursue, that seek, that chase, that run after God are rewarded with the prize of his presence. And the Bible tells us that in his presence there is fullness of joy. Today, humanity is in a state of confusion because we are looking for joy in all the wrong places. People thirst after riches. We thirst for honor. We thirst for rank. We thirst for fame, etc. And yet, the raging thirst of the spirit remains unquenched. God is looking for those who are desperate for him. Those on their knees pleading for an encounter, a touch of the master's hand. We are constantly following our own devices. We trust in our own wisdom. We trust in our own strength. We trust our own plan, our own judgment, and our own way of thinking. We rebel, yet God constantly has his arms open. One of my favorite scriptures is in Romans chapter 10 and verse 21. He says, and God says, all day long I have stretched out my hands to disobedient and contrary people. I don't know about you, but God's pursuit of me astonishes me. My soul thirsts for God. What about you? What about you? The psalmist said, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul runs after God. As I wrap up this week, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this short prayer with me. Lord, I admit I'm a sinner. I need and want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace is a gift you offer to me because of your great love, not based on anything I have done. Cleanse me and make me your child. By faith, I receive you into my heart as the Son of God and as Savior and Lord of my life. From now on, help me live for you, with you in control. In your precious name, amen. Now, if you said this prayer, you are born again into the family of God. Please, find a Bible-believing church to attend. 
If you are ever in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, please come on in and fellowship with us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Before I sign off, remember that God loves you. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top, for that is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.